welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faith Lift Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Good morning, all, and welcome to the Faith Lift Sisters podcast. We are um, looking forward to talking to you a little bit today about prayer and praise and worship. We're not quite ready to start Esther yet, so we've got a couple of weeks here, and um, we thought we would just talk about some things that are really close to our heart and maybe encourage you um, in your prayer life and your praise life and your worship life. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm Angie, and we've got... Rosemary, I'm here. And Suzanne. And Terry. All right, great. Well, I want to talk about um, prayer first. Um, it's a really important thing in our relationship to God. So I like to start out with a, just a secular definition of words sometimes because a lot of us are, don't really know Jesus yet or are just starting our walk with Jesus, and sometimes all that church talk gets a little crazy for us. So here is the Google definition <laughs> of prayer. It's a solemn request for help or an expression of thanks addressed to God or an object of worship. So, I mean, that was a great place to start, I thought, but prayer is just much more than that. Mm -hmm. So um, let's talk about that a little bit. You know, prayer is not just asking God for things and then God giving us some type of answer back. It's communion, it's conversation, it's fellowship, it's interaction, and it should be consistent and persistent. Mm -hmm. So let's let's talk so, a little bit about that. Okay, so when you're saying consistent and persistent, what do you mean by that? Well, I think that it needs to be a part of our daily life. Um, and I think sometimes people get a little confused. If I ask for something one time, should I keep on asking for it? Um, and there's some great scripture that says, yeah, keep on mm -hmm. asking, be persistent. Mm -hmm. um, and I've got a scripture a little later on that... Um, I'll read about that. In fact, maybe I'll just do that now. Mm -hmm. So in Luke 18, and we'll just turn there really quickly. What you hear are the pages of the Bible flipping. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus tells a parable um, about a widow lady, and I'm just going to read it to you. And this was to show them that they should always pray and never give up. So he said, in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about men. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care about men, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I'll see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually wear me out with her coming." And I think that's pretty crazy. This is an ungodly man. And he is saying, because she's so persistent, I'm going to do what she's asked. And Jesus says this, Will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. So if just a worldly guy is going to give justice because someone's persistent, how much more is our Father who loves us going to yeah. give us what we need because we're persistent? Mm -hmm. So another part of that is I think a lot of people when they pray, they think they're bothering God. 
Yeah. And that's kind of some of the old pagan, like the pagan gods, they always thought they fell asleep. They didn't want to wake the gods. You know, that's when the volcano would go or different things like that. Um, but God loves our prayer. Often it's, it's a sweet aroma to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's this connection. It's this opportunity. And if you think about with your loved ones, you want to engage with them. You right. want to hear what's going Absolutely. on with them. You mm-hmm. want to hear if they're struggling. You want to hear their joys. You want to be connected. So you're never going to bother God with a prayer. Yeah. It's never going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. And on another part of that, you know, when they say um, he gives us the desires of our heart, we need to just kind of check that because people go, I want the new car. That would be a great idea. <laughs> I, I, that's my desire. And I'm going to pray. you don't get the new car, it's like somehow God's at fault for that. They're disappointed. Right. Yeah. So if we kind of take that piece of scripture too and put it with this, it's that God will give us the desires of our heart. He will put into us as we pray. Mm-hmm. Our hearts will change towards mm-hmm. Him mm-hmm. so that we're praying, God, we pray for your will. That is the most exciting, yeah. you know, or pray a dangerous prayer of like, God, whatever you want from me, I'm here. Let me do this. Yeah. There's some real dangerous prayers yeah. that you can there pray are. in there. Yeah. And honestly, once mm-hmm. I've prayed a dangerous prayer like that, I'm persistent. God, you put this in my heart. You are the one that has to make mm-hmm. this happen. Yeah. It's like this 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 part like that you put back onto him. Mm-hmm. And, and and he wants that. He does want that. Right. He yeah. people have this idea that God wants us to help ourselves. That's so not true. That is, is not, not in the Bible. No. No. <laughs> that is not in the Bible. And the you, opposite. Yeah. It's the opposite. I've had that with some of my kids. You know, some of their friends would say, You shouldn't need your parents. You shouldn't need your family. You should be independent. As a parent, that is very offensive to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I want my kids to always know for all of their lives mm-hmm. that they can depend on me and they can come to me. And that's part of how I can engage with them when they need something, whether it's mm-hmm. moral support or financial help or anything. I want them to know that it's their dad and me. You know what? That's a good point, yeah. too. When they're babies, they have this baby connection. I want, I mm-hmm. want this. I want milk. I want... Yeah. Change my diaper. I'm, I'm Try to yeah. catch me. Yeah. I, was, yeah, I just... I went, <laughs> I went through a whole weekend with my grandchildren here, and it's CrossFit for grandparents. It was like, <laughs> grab them, get them down, hold them down, do the diaper change, <laughs> yeah. and they're off and running. And we have twins, so it's like they're going in Double different trouble. directions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh. But the, the prayers and, and the needs of little children are different than the needs of teenagers, mm-hmm. are different than the needs of adult children. Mm-hmm. The prayers mature as they mature. Mm-hmm. And so here's something. Um, I remember when I was a baby Christian and I was really new, it was like, fine, let's check it out. God, can I have that parking spot? Oh. The parking spot <laughs> there? <laughs> and I would get it. You would get Ooh, it. I would yeah. get it. And I would yeah. be so excited. And that affirmed to me that God was mm-hmm. there. And then after a while... Um, the I'd say, oh God, let's do the parking lots, and then it's like I would see the parking spot, and then there would be this elderly woman <laughs> that needed it more than me, more than you. Yeah. Like, so, uh, your yeah. prayer, got your yeah. brain was yeah. maturing a little yeah. bit. We don't need the parking spot, right? Yeah. It's but God like, gave it to you at first to show you that He would answer your prayers, yeah. right? And that's it, and that's what kind of can happen with us. It's like, go ahead, pray the crazy prayers. Mm-hmm. Just it's like you're meeting someone and connecting with them. You know, if you're a new Christian for the first time, so it might feel a little awkward, but have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that is important because when your kids are little, they'll ask you for everything yes. and anything, mm-hmm. and they don't hesitate. 
And then as they grow up, they they kind of get a little more common sense and they they know what they can ask for and what they can't. Mm-hmm. But I think with God sometimes, it's he really is good when you're first a Christian to answer all those funny little prayers that yes. you send out. I mean, he does a great job. Because a part of it is so you get to see him. Yeah. You get to see who he is yeah. and who his character is. And as that happens, there's kind of like a transfer, just like there is in relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what he likes. Oh, that would be awesome yeah. if that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we start gaining his heart. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, So that's where he gives us the desires of our heart. Mm-hmm. Well, there is that one scripture that says you don't have things because you don't ask for them. Right. But sometimes when you do ask, you ask amiss. Yes. So you ask, you know, you're not asking for the right thing mm-hmm. or with the right motive. Um, in the beginning, I don't think God is as concerned about that. He just wants you to get where you're praying and talking to Him and believing that He's really able and willing to do whatever He can for you, whatever mm-hmm. you're, you're depending on Him for. But as we grow in the Lord, then I think it does become more of, you know, look at what you're asking for. Are you asking with the right motive? Are you asking for things that matter in the kingdom of God, or is that just something for you? Mm-hmm. Not that he won't sometimes answer something that's just for you, because he still will. Oh, yeah. But we don't want to be presumptuous in our faith. We don't want to think, oh, well, I can just ask for anything and get whatever I want. We don't want it to be that kind of presumptive prayer. Yeah, uh, well, is- and he knows what will be good for us in yeah, the future. That's right. Like if you get this now, then later on, this could happen. You know, it's not always the best thing for you, what you think you want. Even if it seems like a good thing, it might it not might be the not. best thing. That's it might right. not be the thing that God has for you. Yeah. Sometimes his answer is straight up no. And exactly. sometimes it is no. But don't yeah. we do that with our children? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If our kids right. ask for something that we know will be harmful, the answer is no. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want you to do that. Because and, we know the bigger picture on that. Right. right. And that's okay if God says no. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. I was recently going through just a situation, and I was just terrified that someone would would die. I was just like really worried. And it was like, God, protect him, protect him. And that's not a bad prayer. No. That is not a bad prayer. It's a good prayer to have it. But there was this anxiety. I didn't have rest with it. And so God started dealing with me in another direction saying, can you trust that my hand and my plan is the best? Yeah. And it's like, can you rest in that? And that's where I had to be challenged in my prayer so the anxiety would stop mm-hmm. with that. So... Yeah, that's good. Even even if something bad happens, can you trust that I have your? I'm here for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes it helps. You know, if you're struggling a little bit, to have some kind of guidelines. So we wanted to offer that to you today as well. And there are two great um, sort of models um, that we're going to share with you. There's certainly more in the Word if you wanted to search a little harder. But the first one, Terry, I know you spent a little time studying on the ACTS, Mm -hmm. which is just an acronym for adoration, confession, supplication, and um, thanksgiving. (laughs) I forgot thanksgiving. Not necessarily in the Adoration, (laughs) confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. So um, it it kind of, if you start with adoration of God, that will start to set your heart toward Him. Um, and it might sound something like, um, you know, God, you are an awesome God, or Heavenly Father, your name is awesome. Oh, God, you are unique. You're a God of light and truth. 
just saying things about him that um, reasons that we would adore him and just set it like I said set our hearts toward him and then the next thing would be confession is get all the junk out of your mind and out of your heart that could come between um, your time with God uh, as you're praying and um, you know, Father, I confess my sin of whatever it may be, pride, rebellion, bitterness, disobedience, selfishness, hard-heartedness, um, an unwilling to forgive, you know, somebody, anger, whatever your sin of the day <laughs> or the hour is. And then you confess that to him and ask for forgiveness. And and now you've cleared your mind and your heart of things that cluttered up and maybe keep you um, from God. And then um, the next thing is Thanksgiving, which for me, I used to have a really hard time with the adoration and the Thanksgiving. It's so easy to go into Thanksgiving, um, you know, as a, you think you're adoring, you know, giving words of adoration. So, um, but you know, obviously, um, thanking him for whatever that you, you know, the things that you need, your home, your family, you know, your good health, whatever, um, and for especially your salvation, and um, just be thinking about how good Jesus has been um, to provide us with that. Um, and thank him for the Holy Spirit that is in us that he sends when you accept Christ as your Savior. Um, the Holy Spirit comes to live in you. And boy, without having the Holy Spirit, it would be a tough walk. He helps us. He leads us. He reminds us of the things, uh, the word that we have learned or um, the things that God has done for us in the past that help us um, just to have a thanks, a heart of thanksgiving, and um, so you know you can thank him for those spiritual things and and your physical blessings, everything that you can think of because it all comes from him. Mm-hmm. So um, and then the ask for supplication, um, including intercessory prayer. So that's those are the things that you think you want or need or prayers that you're praying for other people, you know, intercessory prayer is that you're praying for other people, for their needs or their health or um, whatever that is. So um, it's just the things that you want to bring before God and ask Him for um, in your life. So... um, that's that's mm-hmm. about how that's it. it. That's you know? pretty good now. So just remember ACTS, A-C-T-S, and it'll bring those things to mind. Okay. Now, when I first heard that, that seemed like a lot to me. A lot of stuff to remember, a lot of stuff to think about, um, and that intimidated me just a little bit. Mm. Um, so I liked the um, the Lord's Prayer. Mm. That Jesus' disciples ask, how can we pray? You know, John's disciples are always praying. They said, teach us to pray. And so Jesus gives a pretty um, short and sweet prayer, the Lord's Prayer. You might all be familiar with that. He basically says those Mm -hmm. same things. Those things are all in there. My Father who's in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So that's adoration. Mm -hmm. Um, Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. That's confession. Um, give us this daily, our daily bread. That's 
asking for something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, a little bit simpler mm-hmm. uh, version of basically the same thing, right. though. So those components are important um, when we're when we're praying. Um, anybody else want to say anything about that? So I'm not a follow the list, hit the bullet points. Mm-hmm. I am much more just conversational, okay. um, just in my life in general. Like mm-hmm. if somebody sets something in front of me and says, you have to remember to do all of these things in this specific order, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. out. That's it's really interesting much, yeah. because I think in your regular, just daily living, you're pretty organized as a person. Now, I, so here's the thing. So I am, cool. I am organized mm-hmm. and I love a good list, <laughs> but I don't go by my list in order of things. Um, okay. My priorities shift and change as the day progresses. Like if I have my to-do list, so maybe something that at the morning in the first part of the day I thought was key gets bumped to the end of the day just because something else has, has come into play. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So I like to have the structure there, but I'm very fluid within that structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Does that, that make sense? sense? Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So It's cool that there's that difference for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cool and somewhat frustrating, there I think, to people. And, <laughs> well, you know, <clears throat> one day my mom had been visiting and, um, you know, we always, we would get in the car. This was when she was younger and, and on the go more. We'd get in the car and we'd go and we would yak, 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 yak all the way wherever we were going. And then we would yak, 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 yak all the way back. And so after I took her to the airport and she got out of the car, I just said to the Lord, gosh, Lord, I'm really going to miss her. I just love that, you know, all that chance to just chat. And I really felt in my heart him say to me, well, you could chat with me like that. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And so for a while, because I am kind of, you know, I had my prayer chair and I have my time where I pray. And while it's not necessarily structured, it is very disciplined that way. Mm-hmm. Or it was for a lot of years. It's a little more easy going now. Um, but I really loved that. I thought, okay, that's, that's where I need to go then. I need to not have it just be a routine. It needs to be more of a relationship. Hmm. So I and is that what you were? Yeah, I mean, some yeah. of the biggest, boldest, loudest prayers I've ever prayed are while I'm driving down the road in my car. Yeah, um, I have teenagers. I had, you know, I remember one time, I've, I don't believe that I'm going to offend God. There is nothing that yeah. I can say or do that God is going to be shocked and like, oh, I can't believe you <laughs> said that. that. I've yeah. never heard that before. You know, no, <laughs> yeah. that's not going to happen. Right. So like I always, I always say God is a big boy mm-hmm. and he knows how to handle himself. And he and knows it. And he yeah. knows it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I remember I, I remember the circumstance, and I was so mad, and I was so overwhelmed. And I remember driving down the road, yelling at God. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally yelling at God. I mean, I'm pounding my fist on the steering wheel, and I'm like, this isn't fair, and this <laughs> isn't what I signed up for, and this is not how it's supposed to be. I mean, I was mad. Mm-hmm. And you know what? After I got that all out, I felt like God was was going, you're right. It's not what you signed up for, and it's not fair, but this is life, yeah. and so what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. What are you going to lean into me, and how are you, you going to lean into me, and what are you going to do while we're walking together? Yeah. You know, so for me, it's just very conversational and very much 
okay, well, I don't know what to do about this. Well, okay, God, what are we going to do about this? Or, yeah. And even now, I mean, I've been praying for a long, long time. And I've prayed big prayers and I've prayed little prayers. But um, we pray over everything to the point of like, okay, God... I really need the perfect cheap Christmas gift. <laughs> so you're yeah. going to have to help. But see, that's including him in the everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that's huge. Yeah, you certainly don't have time to go through, okay, adoration first. I'm gonna, you know, sometimes right. it's like, God, I need you right now. Right now. Please yep. help yeah. me out in this situation. Yeah. You don't have time for adoration, confession, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, The thing about that, though, is once you have that habit, mm -hmm. for lack of a better Mm -hmm. term, once you know that you can adore the Lord, once you know that you can confess, then it just becomes part of it. part of it. You know, I mean, we had a contractor standing in my kitchen yesterday, and he said, oh, I think the insurance is going to cover a brand new floor for you. And I literally (laughs) threw my arms in the air and said, Jesus, you love me. This guy just looked at me like, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? Testify, Suzanne, testify. That's right. But it was like... Just those you know, little yeah. things, and yeah. I don't mean it flippantly. No, you're no, serious. I say you're it lightheartedly, yeah. but like seriously, that's a big deal. That's a huge that's deal, a, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. So I think once you have that format down, and once you know that it's oh, you know, you need to adore, you need to give thanks, you need mm-hmm. to confess, then um, it just comes out. Yeah, right. And please, yeah. I am not like this super spiritual. Like I, I don't know. It does, you know. <laughs> You're the angel singing. <laughs> oh my goodness, no. Um, but you know, it's just one of those things that we, I've had enough practice at it that it just yeah. kind of comes out. Yeah. My kids will be like, "Oh my gosh, mom." Well. It's not a bad thing yeah. to practice discipline, <laughs> spiritual discipline, mm. because you're right. Once you get that in there, it's a foundation that you've laid. And so then your relationship grows from there. But don't you find, I mean, I've been walking with the Lord almost my whole life, and my prayer life has changed, my worship life has changed, my praise life, everything has changed over mm. the years. It's not the same now. And I have different seasons, seasons where I'm really intense mm-hmm. in my prayer life and other seasons where it's I'm praying in the car. Because that's just where I am when, I, when I've got the time to really spend with him. So I think we've got to be kind of easy with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the point is connecting with him. It's just yeah. and creating that foundation. Absolutely. It's almost like the acts that you were talking about. That system is like dating. You know, and just kind of getting to know him. I'm real similar to Suzanne, and I, I do have times where I just like, God, what are you thinking? <laughs> you know, and and he, I, it's it's like this different relationship, you yeah. know. Yeah. But um, but the other part of that is um, another way that I pray is just taking scripture. This is what I'll I'll do pretty consistently, is and I have these spiral bound notebooks. I can't. I can't stand the really fancy little journals because yeah. then I care about them and I won't write in them. So, <laughs> They're so too I pretty just, to write. I know. Yeah. So I just have like a hundred spiral bound yeah. notebooks. Um, uh, I am picky about my pens. I don't want a big stick. I'm serious about that. <laughs> <laughs> like I've, I've had enough times of signing paperwork mm-hmm. and stuff where I just can't mm-hmm. do it anymore. Um, but what I'll do is it, there might be a scripture coming to mind. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if we did like the Jeremiah twenty nine eleven to thirteen, mm-hmm. and it's like if you pray with all your heart, and it's like I might read that and then just sit with it. Sometimes a lectio divina is something that I do where I just like 
read the scripture and then I just sit with it for a while. Then I read it again. And I ask God, what do you want me to know about this? And there might be a word that pops up. Mm-hmm. And it might be... Um, now I'm trying to think of all the words in Jeremiah. <laughs> but it's like my heart. And it might be the heart just keeps being the bright word would be a way to say that. And so then I'm underlining it. So I'll write the scripture out at the top of the page. And then that might be the word that just keeps doing it. So then I circle it. And then I'm like, God, what do you want me to know about this? And then I might be writing and just doing some, just writing from what's going on. And it's like, oh, and, and sometimes my response is, God, I know my heart's not right. Help me change this for me. It's, so it's a way to engage the scripture and just let him speak to me. I want to let people know, and when you say speak again, we always say it's not the audible, but it's um, it's very clear. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, a yeah. it's a knowing that you know. Yeah. And there are a lot of times that I've done this, and it just didn't make sense for the day. It didn't fit. But that practice of prayer and practice of connecting with him Things dump in, and I, I, I'll have an unexpected circumstance, and God has talked to me about it a month or two earlier. Mm-hmm. Prepared your heart. And, yeah. yeah, so that's why it's really helpful to have that consistent time with Him. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if this is something you struggle with, get with a Christian that you um, admire or that you respect or that you believe has some wisdom that it seems like they have a prayer life and just talk to them about it. Ask them to pray for you. Mm-hmm. Ask them to help you and support you. You know, it, The other key, I think, to prayer is listening. Yes. It's yes. not asking. It's not... Not talking all not the time. Ta- right. Yeah. Because if you're going to have a real communication with someone, mm-hmm. I mean... If you were to sit down across from someone and you just talked and 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 never gave them a chance to respond to you, if you can't close your mouth, you wouldn't have much of a friendship. Right. And so that I firmly believe that the Lord wants us sometimes to just sit down and shut up. And maybe if that's a place to start, I would say, you know, small bites. Yeah. So don't think that you've got to sit and pray for an hour every mm-hmm. day, and you've never done that before, because if you haven't built that muscle to do that, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to. But take five minutes. Sit someplace quiet, kneel someplace quiet, lay in your bed, do whatever, wherever. God, it doesn't matter for Him. But just give five minutes of thinking about Him and communing with Him maybe listening to him. If something comes to your mind to say, say it. If it doesn't, that quiet is okay because Mm -hmm. that gives him the opportunity to speak to you. And it's okay to be in quiet. We don't have to have the noise and we don't have to have the um, running dialogue. It's okay okay to just sit and be quiet. I remember as a young mom. I mean, I, my kids are almost exactly two years apart. Wait, were you a young and short mom? Because you put your hand <laughs> So here's the thing. I put my hand up because in sign language, when you're oh, growing, you're... Oh, you're getting Anyway, it. I'm sorry. Very cool. No, you're Thank getting you. it in I you. That. Yeah. I love when you do that. So awesome. anyway, when I was a young mom um, mm-hmm. and I had babies at home, I had a two-year-old and a newborn and it, life just was like, oh my gosh, this is huge. And Crazy. then we moved across the country when my kids were not yet one and three. So we packed up and not just across the country, but across the continent. Okay. So okay. Alaska to Alabama. Wow. All the way across. And I got plugged into this amazing Bible study group. And um, I was probably the youngest 
mom there. And, um, you know, there were these women who had this time, their kids were in school and they were tight, like Angie, you were saying, you know, you had, they had this dedicated chair and they could spend hours a day and do, you know, all of these things. And I thought, I can never live up to that. So I would get up and I, I do not like to get up crazy early in the morning and I really don't want to be up before the sun is. If the sun's up early, that's fine, but I don't want to be up before the sun is, which Michigan in winter makes that yeah. a challenge. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, you have I, about a four-hour day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I would get up early in the morning, and I'd be like, yes, I'm going to do this Bible study, and I'm going to listen to God, and I'm just going to, God, we're going to be so good together today. <laughs> you know? And then that was the day that my toddler got up early, and mm-hmm. I used to be so angry. Yeah. So I was like, you are interrupting my time with God. Mm-hmm. Go back to bed. You know? And Such somebody, sweet fellowship. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Somebody yes. said to me, why? They said, just wrap them up and cuddle them next to you and go about your business. Mm-hmm. Talk to God. Listen to God. Tell your son what you're doing. And I was yeah. like, oh. I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like this big yeah. thing. Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be eloquent. You know, you hear someone, some people who are just amazing prayer people and it's like, wow, it's, you know, it's just so beautiful. But you know what? A lot of mine just sound like, okay, God, I'm in the car. I got to be there in five minutes. You know, Mm -hmm. don't let any traffic happen or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. It's short. It's just normal conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it doesn't have to be long. And then, yeah, and it sets you up for the day to look for him. Mm-hmm. And he can answer you throughout the day, too. Yeah. You know, if you have ears. That's one thing we do in the car every morning. I drop my kids off at school, and we pray for the day while we're in car line. Okay. Um, oh, awesome. Because I'm great. like, yeah. even if my kids are just on autopilot, like, okay, God, be with us today, be with mom, you know, whatever. Um which sometimes that's their attitude. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know what? At least we're starting the practice. That's right. And you're thinking about Jesus before you walk into the school yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so that, that even if it's just that little nudge can kind of be there. Mm-hmm. That's great. So mm-hmm. anyway. Well, I do love there's one scripture that talks about the fact that the Holy Spirit helps us pray too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not even with words, but with groanings. Mm. So... If anybody out there is feeling inarticulate, (laughs) don't let that stop you from going to the Lord Um, and just groan. If that's all you've got, go for it because He understands and the Holy Spirit is working in your heart and He is communicating with the Father on your behalf. Mm -hmm. Jesus is our intercessor. So every prayer that we send up, Jesus takes that prayer and He presents it to the Father. So... If you're worried about your own eloquence, don't, because Jesus is plenty eloquent for all of us, sometimes, and it'll be just fine. Sometimes the most powerful prayer can just be the name of Jesus. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Spoken with an honest and true heart. And that's the piece. If we just put the words, just use rote words, mm-hmm. and there's no connection with our heart and our head, there's a miss. Yeah. Our spirit needs miss. to engage. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a lot to think about. That is a lot to think about. Wow, we could have done a whole bunch on these. Yeah. Yeah. On this one. Right. However. (laughs) (laughs) Since we're talking about it, does somebody want to pray for us today? You bet. Father, we thank you that we have the great privilege of talking to you and being able to depend on you and to know you, to be loved by you and to love you as well. 
Father, there is nothing that compares to um, life with you. And so, Father, it's with grateful hearts that we thank you that you intend for every one of your children to come boldly to your throne of grace, to receive mercy and grace. And, Father, to come persistently, to come consistently, that we're always welcome, that there's never anything, no reason, no sin, nothing that can separate us from your love. And so we are always welcome to come and lean into you and press into you and ask you for help. Um, And also, Father, we just want you to know how very awesome you are. We want to make sure, Lord, that we give you the worship that you deserve because you alone are worthy of all worship and all praise. So, Father, thank you for this time together today. Um, Just let everybody settle in their hearts that it doesn't matter what words they use, how they pray, if if they think that they're eloquent or not eloquent, that all that really matters is that they come to you and um, Mm -hmm. be in relationship with you. And so, Father, we thank you and praise you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And cut. <laughs> <laughs>